Join me now to, to break down all the football. Melissa Jacobs from TheGuardian.com. You can follow her on Twitter at TheFootballGirl. Melissa, thank you so much for joining the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm pretty pumped. I'm not a Giants fan, but I'm pretty pumped about them as well. I mean, what a turnaround. I like it's crazy. We, we'll start there, and I promise we won't spend all of it there because I can be really self indulgent. I've been a, <laughs> I've been a Giants fan since 1990, so you know it's it's been a while. But this oh, wow. team, yeah, but this team that I saw yesterday and offensively, where I've never seen Daniel Jones look this good. I and it's a small sample size, and I know the Vikings don't have a great defense. I went from the Giants need to just release Daniel Jones and go in another direction to now I'm thinking, okay, they got to pay him as much as they as Minnesota pays Kurt Cousins. Being a sports fan just allows you to be intellectually and emotionally all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, the conversation has shifted so much. Like you can't lose this guy, and I would 100% want him over Kurt Cousins. Um, I mean, that was just that, – that performance by Jones and the, the growth that he's had this season under Dable has, has just been incredible. And, and I, I just love how – you know, one of the things I love from the, from the game, and we saw it over the course of the season, is just, just like how much belief Dable has. Like he's such a player first coach. Like we're, we're going for the win. We're not playing not to lose, you know. And obviously when you have – Daniel Jones and he has, you know, using that body and, and, you know, you can go for it on fourth and one and, you know, typically it's going to work out, but it, yeah, it, it's, it's a, it's a really amazing turnaround for, for New York, of course. It, yeah. It, it really has like, this is what they felt to me. And we see this almost every year in the regular season, that lucky team that goes nine and seven, 10 and six, they make the playoffs <laughs> and then they get stomped in the first round. That is where my negative brain was. And then after the first drive, everything switched. I'm like, bleep it. They're going to beat the Eagles next week. But the, the Giants kind of had that feel to me as a, a one-and-done team. And now, and, and now I don't know what to think. Maybe you can help me. Tell me how I should think. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's yeah, as a Giants fan, I would be like on cloud nine also. At the moment, I don't know. I I feel like if Daniel Jones is gonna, and it was funny because I I don't know if you saw the quotes, but after the game, Dable was asked how to to assess his performance, and he's like, he was good, he was good, and they were like, not great, it was good. You know, you guys are the writers, figure it out. So yeah. it's like, what I don't know what what what, you, what great looks like, but yeah, man, I mean, I, and yeah, you know, if you take away the Slate and drop, you you know, there's there's just so much to like and and there are those teams that that get hot, like the you know, the that that happens, you know, almost every year that, that kind of shocks people. And I wouldn't say that Philadelphia is, you know, some I mean, I feel like Kansas City is in a much better position in the AFC than the than the Eagles are in the NFC for sure. So I mean the Giants could make another improbable uh, run. That's what they do, right? My heart has been opened. It has been closed for years and years <laughs> by Dave Gettleman and bad coaches. It's now open, and that scares me. Um, if I don't know what it was for you. I'll throw out what I thought was the biggest story of the weekend. And again, joined by Melissa Jacobs mm -hmm. from The Guardian. For me, it was the Jags-Chargers game. And I, I don't under yeah. – to me, you, I've never seen this because it's never happened. If you are plus five in the turnover margin, not only do you win, you usually win by 40. 
Uh, and like to me, I look at this on two levels. One, the collapse of the Chargers. But the other, for Trevor Lawrence making his first ever playoff start, he throws four interceptions, and his confidence never wavered. Yeah, I don't know what happened in that locker room at halftime, but, I mean, he was, you know, a, a different different quarterback. And, I mean, he, that's the other one with, uh, you know, with Dable, Doug Peterson, just believing in his players, being aggressive. Obviously, he was super aggressive um, in this one. And, you know, you just saw the, the momentum shift and, and, and the Chargers, I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Brandon Staley, but I, I mean, that was just an epic, I, I don't I don't have the words to describe what a collapse it was, but it was also yeah. a product of just being conservative and all, you know, it was just horrible. It was a chart the, you know, the Chargers being the Chargers, but like worse than they normally are in terms of yeah. the heartbreak. I, so yeah, this charger yeah. goes beyond Philip Rivers or Marty Schottenheimer and, and <laughs> yeah. so many wonderful moments of chargers chargering, but they, they, they certainly did. <laughs> so if if we get rid of that, what like when you woke up this morning, if you were going to write one story uh, what from what we saw on Saturday and Sunday, what would it have been? I mean, I kind of agree with you in terms of, of that that game and I think the Jags as much of a turnaround as the Giants have had I mean think about where they were a year ago with Urban Meyer I mean he had just been fired you know a little over a year ago and you're like oh my god did they just completely squander you know this number one you know supposedly generational talent and then you just see what happens when you put in a competent coach and 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 I know that again a lot of this was the Chargers fault but but the to, to to win that that game and, and that and show that kind of grit was huge. I mean, also, so I don't I don't have like the clear one. I think to me that game was just so insane. Um, and then you you know I would say as, as a second second to that maybe the 49ers and Seahawks. But but overall, if I was going to like connect the dots, it would just be sort of these like backup like not. I mean, I'm not going to put Geno's Smith in the same category as Skylar Thompson, but these quarterbacks that, you know, people have written off or were writing off this weekend, just outperforming expectations. Oh yeah. Even though they're, they're all their teams lost, but, but we were entertained. So like Tyler we... Huntley, I mean, yeah, yeah. They kept it close. Like the fact that Skylar Thompson, Tyler Huntley, and you know, I'm not putting Dino Smith. That's not fair because he's like a legitimate starting quarterback now. But like they were supposed to get crushed. He he outplayed Brock Purdy in, in the first half. Is, is the point? He out he outplayed expectations based on the fact that he was facing the 49ers defense. So that's kind of why I'm doing that. But yeah, just I mean, they they all there there are lots of mistakes from all the teams. It's not like any of the teams came out where it's like, oh yeah, this is, you know, they can give the Chiefs the run for their money or whatever. I do, I don't believe that the Eagles are sort of on that same level as I said, no. but that that's sort of my my takeaway. I know that was like five takeaways in one. But. No, but it's 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 a crazy week. It's it, you know, it's, it was it was a it was a crazy weekend because all the games were close. We expected it to be a lot of blowouts, and it never happened. Um, you mentioned the 49ers yeah. and their defense. I want to uh, talk about the offense for a second. And everything I'm about to say, none of mm-hmm. this is against – this is not anything against Brock Purdy because he's outperformed Jimmy Garoppolo. He's outperformed Trey Lance, who they gave 100 draft picks to take him in the first round. 
But when I watch the 49ers offense, it just they they make it so much easier for the quarterback. Yeah. Like, you can look at the final numbers and be impressed, but I think almost all those touchdowns, the player was wide open and, and Debo Samuel, that was a short right. pass. That was all about uh, Debo Samuel's athleticism and Brandon Ayuk's downfield blocking that led to a 74-yard touchdown. You know, just it seems to me the softest, safest place to be a quarterback is in the 49ers offense. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, it's, it's you know, he's a fantastic story, obviously. Yes. Mr. Relevant. We all have to write about him, and he's, de- he's delightful. I mean, LeBron James is tweeting about him, but – without having the best, literally the best left tackle in football, all of those weapons, Kyle Shanahan calling plays. I mean, you're right. There's no, I mean, that's the dream scenario. Like that's, it doesn't get as good as that. And then, and you know, you saw that in the first half where, you know, you, you saw some mistakes and the jitters and all that. And then the second half, they calmed down. They had that, huge um, opening drive of the third quarter that was very run heavy more so than they had been in the tap and then and they scored and that sort of then set the tone for them to, to sort of soar from there but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it is it is mecca it is quarterback mecca for anybody that is going to be under center for san francisco right now yeah, and it kind of reminded me of, like, you know, why I've been so negative on Daniel Jones when he's gone through so many coaches, offensive coordinators, horrible offensive linemen, and, and bad targets, you know, and maybe if Daniel Jones was yeah. in San Anyway, we, I'm not going back to the Giants. That's, that's self-indulgent. I, I will leave well, you with no, this. no, no, no. I mean, I think yeah. it's fair to say. I mean, I would say, like, even, even in Baltimore, like, if you look at Baltimore, you know, if you look at the Giants receiving crew and, I, you know, the Giants, and I know you have Saquon, so that's a, a huge difference maker but everyone else and and you put them up against what the 49ers have i mean it's still like night and day and i mean and you know to have christian mccaffrey i mean it's just it's san francisco it's just like an unbelievable uh, offensive roster and, and, and defensive roster as well Yep, it it is, and you know, and it allowed Purdy to have a bad first half, but it's not like they were out of that game. All right, I'll leave you with this, and maybe the the toughest question: What was more compelling, Uh-oh. the ninety? Uh, okay, no, I'm going to do it like this. What's more compelling this <laughs> week? Previewing the Bengals versus the Bills, or previewing Lamar Jackson versus Ravens management? What is the more interesting story this week? <laughs> I mean, I you think, can only pick one. I you can't go. Well, they're both interesting. Okay, one. okay, okay. I'm gonna go. With, <laughs> I'm gonna go <laughs> with the Bengals Bills. That's that's the that's the easy out, right? Bengals yes. Bills, bring it. Yeah, yeah. Go with the cowardly answer. Well, the We're interesting. Gonna, I mean, yeah. Sorry. I was, no, 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 no. I was going to say the, the interesting thing is it's the, the winners of that game of both those games probably think to themselves, "Wow, we got lucky." That we made mistakes that, you know, these were games we were supposed to win by far larger yeah. margins in terms of the Bengals and the Bills. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think Kansas City is by far the biggest winner this weekend, kind of seeing all the holes and all the mistakes and then the teams. And, and those are, you know, probably the two that are supposed to be the, you know, biggest. Um, you know, that are the biggest competitors that were and, and still are um, for a potential AFC championship. I mean, we'll see what happens with the Chiefs, of course, but 
you know, there was a lot of a lot of bad uh, juju coming from, from both yep. of those teams. But you know, the, we know the Bengals are as confident as it gets, and you know, Josh, Josh Allen, you know, did some great things, did some not great things, and you know, there's some defensive things to, to shore up, and you know, both of their secondaries and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll just see how they both rebound. I mean, that's that's part of the journey, right? You don't just like fly through the playoffs and. I mean, the, the playoffs are just like a whole different beast. So it's how you, I mean, we, we saw this weekend, so many teams, like certainly the Jags stand out the most, but coming back from adversity and making games close. And, you know, that's, that's what you have to do. It, it builds the character to, to take you to the promised land. Melissa, where can people find your work? Well, I'm mostly um, working for The Guardian. Um, yep. I'm an NFL contributor there. And I um, also do a lot of work for BBC. I should actually move to London. Um, and I, I'm also a contributor for Gridiron Magazine and still have the footballgirl.com. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm very active on Twitter at the football girl. So if you want to just talk football with me and, you know, do the virtual sports bar thing, I'm, I'm happy. I love engaging with people. Yeah. Hey, listen, really appreciate it. First time coming on the show. It's a lot of fun. Thank you for joining the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was totally fun. Absolutely. That is Melissa Jacobs. Follow her on Twitter at the football girl.